Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. For the remaining, what, 10 minutes of this? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, we did it again. (laughs) I know. Totally oh, fine. So while I was sick, um, I binged all three seasons of Ted Lasso, which I hadn't seen yet. Have you seen uh, Ted Lasso? Only the first three episodes, so don't tell me. I won't say anything okay. other than the fact that it's going from Ted Lasso to then writing my nose for <laughs> yes. Supernatural was like throwing the car in reverse without using the clutch yeah. at 30 miles an hour. I was like, oh my God. I know. So hard. <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> but um i know it's yeah. such a good show i just haven't um well yeah. like i lost like my login for apple tv and uh-huh. it's like i know it's just like oh sending an email resetting the password whatever but for some it, reason it, that to me is too much work right now but, nope <laughs> <laughs> not when i have a million other streaming services that i can already log into you know <laughs> right Screw you, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Too <Yes>. much work. <laughs> um, what I have been watching, though, I just finished the first season of it, short season, is The Bear, uh, which is on oh, Hulu. It's about I the. I haven't watched that. Chef. About the restaurant? Okay. Yes, the restaurant. Oh my God. So good. Is, is this so it's, good? Okay. It's really intense and it completely, 100% accurately evokes the feeling of working in a restaurant. It's like, wow. You have so much experience in that. I would be like, okay, I'd never want to do that. But I've I've never been in the the kitchen 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 like that. Like the yes chef part of it. Yeah, the yes chef. I mean, I've been around people saying yes chef, but Mm -hmm. uh, like wandering into the kitchen to like grab an order. Or sometimes you do like the little side work, like the making the salads, the things that don't take a lot of cooking skill. (laughs) (laughs) Or any. Um, Yeah. Um, She says the girl who can't actually make the salad. But but the franticness of the restaurant in general that you feel even on the server side, it's like, oh, wow. And I have a friend I was talking to about the show who – at the time when he started working, it was running like a diner type of kitchen. Mm-hmm. I had such, so much PTSD. Like oh, when I started watching, like, it, I couldn't. Couldn't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. I heard it's just a great. It's a great show. It is. But the final episode of the first season, this guy, um, Jeremy Ellen White, the lead actor, he delivers this one cut monologue, like. Um, uh, one camera shot, you know, there's no cutaway. Mm-hmm. It's like, it feels like it's 10 minutes long. I'm sure it's not, but it's just so long. 
a one as they call it. He is so good. Yeah. I'm like so impressed with this actor. And the writing also was very good because it takes two to, to kind of work that way. But yes, just I'm always impressed when they can just do a one shot thing like that. And, you know, do this whole roller coaster of emotions within that one mm-hmm. shot. It's very mm-hmm. impressive. I, I do love I do love Warners because it's a it's a combination of not only uh, talent from the performer, but a cohesive working with the yeah. camera. Yeah. You know, it's everything has to work. It's not just one thing has to work. Yeah. Yeah. It all has There's to work. a I, I believe it's a Warner or at least most of it is there's a scene in um the show daredevil uh it's just a few years old now but it's on netflix um the blind guy yeah it's a superhero superhero who's blind um but he's got like sonar kind of like a like a bat like a bat (laughs) yeah um but there is this badass fight scene where he's like walking down the hallway and it's really dark and there's people like coming in like scooby-doo doors you know and he's just like right. beating them down one by one but it was like oh this is so cool because so like the cool. fight choreography had to like had to line it's up a dance yeah. it was a dance that's why i love seeing there's this one outtake from um one of the marvel movies and i forget which one it wasn't Endgame, but it was the one where the monsters like destroy new york um all of them all of them (laughs) no i think that's i think that's the first one uh it's like it's the it's not the introduction of thor it's when all of them are battling um Uh those like lizard monsters but yeah yeah but there's an outtake where um it's slow motion where thor is supposed to catch his hammer at the same time that uh captain america catches his shield so they're supposed to yes. both supposed to catch the things at the same time and then like you know punch punch spin uh-huh. and uh chris uh hemsworth <laughs> misses the hammer, hammer. <laughs> and he does one of those like juggle like whoop, whoop, whoop. i've seen this <laughs> Yeah, and it's I've all in slow motion but while he's like going oh oh trying to catch it um chris <laughs> evans caught his shield and is doing all of the actual yeah, choreography he's doing he's supposed his thing. to be doing it's just so funny to see that juxtaposition like right next to each other it's like it all has to work or none of it works yep. <laughs> can't just edit thor out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so having said that there's a lot that works in this episode not oh, necessarily yeah. you know superhero stuff but yeah. Oh my gosh, so much cool stuff in this episode. There's so much that goes back to, circles all the way back to the first season and answers questions Mm -hmm. from the first season. Yep. Um, Not that there was a ton of questions, but there was a big one. There was a big one, big old matzo hanging out there. Yeah, Um, all right. Season 4, episode 22, the finale, Lucifer Rising. The brothers prepare to fight the forces of the apocalypse in different camps. While Sam and Ruby hunt down Lilith, Dean joins Castiel and Zachariah to take on Lucifer. Uh, Directed by Eric Kripke and written by Eric Kripke and I think Ben (laughs) Unland also helps this as well. Interesting. So in IMDb, it says written by Eric Kripke and Jeremy Carver, or he was executive story editor, whatever. But 
in the commentary, because Eric Kripke did a commentary on this episode, nice. he mentioned Ben Udland a lot. So maybe oh. he just did some major pitches of uh, of plot points mm-hmm. that he decided to give him credit for. But it just makes me wonder. I mean, I know the unions all have their rules and stipulations about you know mm-hmm. what your job title is and when do you get to be this and when you get to do that. But it's like do they just like juggle and be like, you know, today, you know, or because I was drinking coffee when I walked by you know Kripke's office, I am now right. the executive producer of this yeah. particular episode, and it's yeah. It, <clears throat> Makes me wonder if they just like juggle and say, today you get to be the head writer, tomorrow you get to be the director. Yeah, I will say that he did talk for a long time about how Kim Manners was always the one to film the season finales. Oh. Yeah, and he did a very beautiful tribute about Kim in this. You know, it was like, it was so sad. So now there was this question of who was going to direct it. Um, You know, Eric Kripke decided to do it himself. Because he wanted to do, he wanted to deliver one that Kim would be proud of, you know, hitting all of his standards and compositions and his yeah. crazy camera tricks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was just, it was just really nice. You know, he was just so giving about Kim. Yeah. And you could tell that he was definitely, definitely missed. It Things to aspire to have in life is a, a working environment you know, or, uh, or, or an ethic or an atmosphere that people support you and you feel supported and also that you can support other people without it being, um, a competition or a conflict, you know, that, that your efforts are noticed, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, and you feel comfortable noticing other people's efforts and holding them up because it doesn't take anything away from you. Right. So I thought um, with this episode, there was an interesting juxtaposition, obviously, between um, Lucifer Rising and Lazarus, mm-hmm. Lazarus mm-hmm. Rising. My, my, my lisp comes out. Um, that somebody else, I didn't do this, somebody else on online um, did a, an interesting photo cut of in Lazarus Rising, because that's when we meet Castiel for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a picture of Castiel in the barn when he first shows us his wings. Yes. And then there was a cut to um, Lilith when she's in the uh, convent where At the Sam end. has her pressed against the altar and she's like this. Uh-huh. And I thought that was a really interesting oh. uh, two images, you know, Castiel as the angel and then Lilith, you know, as the demon. Um, hmm. It was I never would have found it. Like I never would have put those two images together, but I thought it was an interesting, you know, angels and demons. Yeah, it um, is. Cut and, uh, you know, what do you call that? I keep saying juxtaposition, but that's a little side by side of the two. Yeah, of the differing like, or like, a, characters. Or like a parallel or a. Yeah. I don't know. I know what you mean. And I also did not put those two together. And mm. Kripke did not say anything about it. And he talked a lot about. <laughs> camera things and like I, there were moments where I was kind of like glazing over <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just me you do that too oh, oh that's so nice to hear so in this episode so much there's a lot in this episode but there wasn't too much but I want to say the meta was a lot of fun yeah and I'm just going to read it out right now okay so that I don't stop every time something comes up and just say <laughs> the things that I found that were referenced okay um <clears throat> The uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> yes, that was a particularly um, good one. <laughs> I, I, like, I I loved 
Kurt Fuller's befuddled reaction to it. <laughs> I also liked it when when Dean called him fat face. <laughs> and he kind of just he just had this little little tick, like yeah. teeny tiny little like eye twitch, like, oh, that actually hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know that Kim Rhodes was on the sweet life of Zach and Cody? We no, I did character yet. But yeah, she was I don't know who she was on the show, but she was on it for a while. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Um, there's a Star Trek reference. Um, he mm-hmm. Dean references the holodeck, Gilligan's Island, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the in the same Globe- scene, actually. All in the same scene, right? The Harlem Globetrotters, same scene. Um, the Brady Bunch, almost you can't. They don't specifically say it's the Brady Bunch, but it's the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yes, yes. Um, that's right. mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, Indiana Jones, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's one in there uh and uh dumbo yes um now that's that's all i picked up on i'm sure there was a couple others that Uh maybe i missed but i was like i'm just gonna write this in the meta category yeah so that's that's the meta that uh the meta that uh that i found the meta that i found yeah i like that the meta that i found and Um, sweater weather almost and then i didn't catch the map quest either oh i did and here's what I'll say about it, because there's a little bit of uh, stuff. Um, <clears throat> mostly takes place, the juicy bits takes place um, in Ilchester, Maryland. Mm. And Ilchester, which first I thought, oh, that's funny. Ilchester, as in, you know. <laughs> Winchester. Winchester, but sick yes. Chester. Yeah, not it. But that's why I, was nope. for, that's why I first wrote <laughs> it down. Um, Ilchester, Maryland was an actual town but has since like been like abandoned you know you sometimes mm-hmm. just stuff goes away yeah and so now it's like a township maybe city yeah, district but there's nothing there liberated territory yes exactly <laughs> but one of the reasons is it was the home of mary college and excuse me saint mary's college and it was run by the redemptionists don't know who they are but they can't be good um <clears throat> anything with an ists at the end <laughs> right mm-hmm, they clearly mm-hmm. thought they were better than us the college closed in 1972 dot 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 does that ring a bell oh, wow. um for this episode it actually yeah, 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 in yeah. real life this this college closed down in 1972 and the theory the urban legend is that it closed down because um a priest hanged five girls and then shot himself in it. So that those uh, campus buildings were became abandoned. Um, uh-huh. The main house was nicknamed Hell House, and it was knocked down finally in the year 2000. All true, with the exception of we don't know if the priest actually did this, but that was yeah. not a supernatural. That's not supernatural. That's the town. Yeah, the town that's wrote real. this. Yeah. Wow. So I'm going to do a little shout out to the writers and the prop slash scenic people on this episode who did their deep dives. They did their Mm. research about everything. So Ilchester, Maryland, where this place happened, 1972, which is when that event happened and when everything that starts this episode out happened. Very nice. Yes. Very, very nice. Um, Of course, the other map quest is, you know, the green room which is yes the angel green room yeah, um not in north dakota or south dakota <laughs> yeah i can't wait until next season and that's gonna be a long haul 
but there's like a major urban legend that I'm actually very like intimately oh, yeah? familiar with. So I'm like, ee! You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that means it's never going to happen. It, it's going to take us forever to get there. I know. <clears throat> okay, so our not our then, but our road so far. Oh, uh, turn it up! Turn it up! Carry on my way. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Turned it up. And it's a great recap. I mean, that's all it is, is a recap of season four. Um, yes, I'm not even going to get into all of it because it's just all those good moments. It's all the juicy moments. It's all the peak moments. Yep. Um, ending with, if you walk out that door, don't you ever come back. Exactly. But yes, but you did get to listen to a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous chunk of uh, Kansas doing. Oh, yeah. 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 But now in the now... It's now, but it's in the past. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in Ilchester, Maryland, 1972, we see like black demon smoke, like making its way through a stone building, like a church convent-y mm-hmm. thing. It bursts in and there's a lone priest at the altar who turns in time to have the demon smoke jam itself down his throat while he screams. Yes. Never a good thing. No. Never and- a good thing. The same priest, I guess it's a mass or a teaching or I don't know what they do in convents. But anyway, he's, he's saying the <laughs> heavenly prayer, but then does like a yada, 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 you know, all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, nuns are like, um, what, what that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. One even starts to qu- ask the question and then he snaps around and says, shut up, you little fat slut or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> not the caring kind words you expect to hear coming from a priest while talking to nuns no um and kripke said at this point i mean it gets pretty uh deranged later but he wanted it shown on camera like the nuns like being hung upside down from the ceiling oh. and then like cuts of the crucifix like cutting into their skin and bleeding oh my out gosh yes and bob singer had to go to him and be like um that's too much that's too little too far i'm glad i i'm glad for what you said about kripke wanting to do all of that because a part of me was like and the doors closed and all we hear are nuns screaming <laughs> yeah um and a part of me was like i'm okay with that but at the same time I was like, it was one priest against like a room full of nuns and not one of them could like get the upper hand on him. But then I was like, he's a demon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because I went back, I looked at my notes and I was like, he ends up locking them in, calling them sluts and then murdering them, but not before (laughs) revealing um, that the convent is the place where like the gates slash the cage of Lucifer Mm -hmm. is located. And then the last thing we see is his yellow eyes. Yes. So it's a Zazel. Yes. Zazel is there in 1972 murdering nuns. I guess he yes. was called there. I don't know. He did, he, hell, did his, he did his research and he found out, you know, it's like, That's oh, your father locked my father up here. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Um, and I would say, um, is that the title splash? Yeah. Yes. That was title splash was the nuns. So the now is now. And the camera does this cool, like, blur from blurry to into focus on Sam's face. Uh-huh. And uh, Sam's looking pensive. I, I said he's looking 
the oldest I've ever seen him. Mm. Not tired, not bedraggled, yeah. but older, chiseled. Yeah. You know, the the youthful, you know, bedside Sam is not there. Right. And it could just be that his like sideburns were like super locked in. Maybe. But- um, yeah, he's there with Ruby. They're at a decrepit house. She's trying to comfort him, but he's kind of resigned to the fact that no, Dean was right to yell mm-hmm. at me like that because I I can feel that I have changed and it's probably for good. And yep. um, there's no going back. And yep. Dean's probably better off. So let's just shut up and go. Um, and then we cut to Dean and there's the same kind of blur in to Dean. Yes. Staring pensively outside of his window or yep. uh, Bobby's window. Right. And instead of Ruby trying to like comfort him, it's Bobby mm-hmm. trying to like, be like dean come on yeah you know, call your again. brother he's yeah. drowning he needs yes. help dean's like but i tried try again mm-hmm. try again and i like that bobby gets so mad at this point and he like literally does like a table flip yeah. <laughs> you know? flips the table and is like whoever said that family was sunshine and candy mm-hmm. you know it's you want you want me to go bake you a cake, princess, or whatever? But he's like, boo-hoo. Family's yeah. hard, you know? And the reason it hurts is because you care and he cares. And, you know, I was like, yes, Bobby. Yeah. Dean, screw him. He's gone. Not sure he was even my brother, ever was my brother. <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> well, yeah, and then Bobby says that, too. He's like, you sound like a whiny brat. You no wait. You sound like your father, and your father was a coward, and he'd rather push Sam away than reach out to him. You're a better man than your daddy ever was, so don't be him. Um, I like yeah, that love- Dean actually was shocked by that. Dean literally was like, "Ooh, like, oh, <laughs> wasn't expecting." Yeah, yeah, shocked. But also, I I wrote that a few months ago, or maybe a year ago, a uh, some time ago. Dean would have really been defensive about that. He would have been like, don't yes. you talk about my daddy that way kind yeah. of thing. But he didn't. I mean, he, no. the only thing he said was, you know, you call my dad a coward. And Bobby's like, yeah. 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 The easy, he, all he had to do was, you know, reach back out to Sam, but he, it was, he was a coward and just let him go. So yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have another cool camera cut where Dean looks out the window, turns around to reply to bobby but he's no longer in bobby's house he's in this gorgeous right white museum of a room with like gold baroque picture frames and all the furniture has that like heavy carved look marble tops yeah they based some of this off of the palace of versailles the um the set decorators Mm mm-hmm which yeah well everything in Versailles were, is gold yeah, yeah they were excited about because it's like usually it's like some sort of grungy motel room or like a dec- dilapidated <laughs> hospital room or something right? there was no here room we got to like this time no here we really got to lush it up no no moose head or deer head mm-hmm. no starburst clock although that would have been fun if they could have put a little starburst right. somewhere in there but no, it's a beautiful room. Bobby's not there. Um, but uh, it turns out that Castiel is. Mm-hmm. He shows up and says to Dean, it's almost time. You know, 
almost time almost time for what yep um i want to point out there's a lot going on in this room <laughs> and i'll some of the things that while dean is looking around this room like where the hell am i what's going on we see other than um the 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 gold baroque furniture and stuff like that there are these beautiful paintings like pastoral scenes and stuff mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. um everything is bright and kind of i don't want to say cheery but like definitely not your typical outside supernatural gray cold yeah it's fancy um, yeah and i'm going to talk about the stuff that's in the room a little bit later yeah. there is however a, a big bowl of beer <laughs> on ice yes and a big platter of <laughs> Big old burgers. pyramid of cheeseburgers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And now though, now that Dean has discovered the burgers and beer, he now also sees that it's not just Castiel in the room. Now Zachariah is there mm -hmm. as well. And thus the uh the quote, the first quote of, hey, it's the sweet life of <laughs> Cass and Zach. <laughs> and what I love is that he starts to explain to them what the dig is. Yes. like what the diss is and then he's like ah, oh, never mind what am i doing i know it, it, for a couple of reasons i think both it's they're angels they have no idea what i'm talking about but also that show is meant for 12 year olds <laughs> well and also, i'm a little embarrassed that i know it <laughs> right but also kind of what why, I do, why am i explaining why this is an insult you know yeah yeah <laughs> it's like Yes, but the beer and the burgers are there as offerings from uh, Zachariah. Sorry, I kept writing Kurt. <laughs> as in Kurt Fuller. <laughs> Good old Kurt Fuller. <laughs> brought Dean some um, beers and burgers. Yep. <laughs> um, and then he offers him both Ginger and Marianne from Gilligan's Island, at which yes. point I wrote, wow, Zachariah is a very horny angel. Like, he's always, right. like, offering up women or saying, like, oh, maybe you want some, right. some virgins, you want some sluts. You know, it's like he's trying to live vicariously through. Right, right. but clearly knows Dean and knows Dean's vices. I know, know cause, but cause it's Dean just so funny. For a second. He's, like, he's always uh, so no. eager to offer up the the girl, the woman, the yes. sex, you know, that's always like, yeah, you want, you want yeah. that? Can I watch? You know, that's kind of what I'm getting from it. Is <laughs> oh, yeah, a little horny little angel. Um, but he explains uh, to Dean that they're in the green room, which is funny because again, it's a white room. Green room is a theater reference, um, which is, if you don't know, most, uh, most theaters have a room that is not a dressing room. It's an area that you would go to and sit in after you've gotten into hair, makeup, and costume, and you just don't want to be in the dressing room anymore. You go and sit in the green room and wait before you go on stage. So it's, it's a, uh, everything it's, is... It's a TV term thing, right? Isn't it also? It also, yes, but it it, it stems from theater. Because mm. yeah, like, so like the, late night, the late night shows, they definitely have yes. a, a green room type of thing. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Um, so not sure why initially Zachariah is, uh, trying to convince Dean to partake in the, is it a, I think it's a stalling, you know, I think he's just like, yeah, to, just trying to make him like happy and comfortable, like, maybe like to hang out here until yeah, to we're ready him, for you. Right. To keep him from asking all the questions, which doesn't help because Dean has a million questions to ask. And the only answers he's getting are those like, stupid lame cryptic religious type of things like have faith all in good time those kinds right. of and then and just ends it with hey you said that you would obey 
So mm -hmm. that's what you got to do. Yeah. Got to so, obey. Yeah. And during this, Castiel cannot look at Dean, like can't look him in the eyes, keeps yeah. like keeps his head down. He looks up a couple times, but anytime he's about to make eye contact with Dean, he just looks away. He can't, yeah. Yeah. he can't do it. But he also <laughs> um, admits that all but one seal has been broken. Yes. yes. And, and Dean is like, wow, that's that you guys suck at this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, weren't you guys supposed to be keeping the seals from being broken? You know, and he refers to them as the Washington generals, which I don't know if you ever watched the Harlem Globetrotters. Was that before your time? I know who they are. Um, and I did enjoy watching them, but I wasn't like a avid follower the, of them. The the team, they were a made up team. It was all, yeah. it was all a pre-choreographed game. No. Yeah. But, I knew that. But, but know, kids, it's yeah. all the, you know, but they always played the Washington generals and they always oh, beat see. the Washington generals. I see. You know, <laughs> so the Harlem Globetrotters always won and they always play the Washington. So that was that, that was what that comment was. And I was like, yeah, I you know, it. I used to think that they were real. And I was like, that team's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> They never win. Ah. Um, but uh, so cut to somewhere else. Yes, this <laughs> because... was a very this was a very funny transition in the commentary because Kripke was talking about Kurt Fuller, how much he loved him. He's like, man, Kurt Fuller kicks ass. And Everybody he's loves tall, him. But Jared is giant, you know, because it cuts to <laughs> that scene where they have captured the baby eating nurse earlier, just yes. in a quick little thing. Um, mm -hmm. And now the baby eating nurse is like on the table and Sam is there interrogating her, torturing her for information. Yes. But Crip Cube's just like, but Jared is giant. <laughs> He's so tall. You may think Kurt is tall. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I love you. Know, you said that you know. The, so Ruby and Sam have captured the 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 chef baby killing nurse. Yes. And they're they've got her captured in let's just say a barn. She's on a table, but she's not she's not tied down. She's not strapped down. There's no devil's trap. Sam is holding her there easily with his just mind. He's with his yep, mind. Just with his mind. He's not even doing the hand thing, and he's not sweating. <laughs> he's not breathing hard. He is jacked up. And she, of course, notices this, like, well, look at you all roided up, you know. But Sam's not having any of the uh, small talk, you know, where's Lilith? Yep. And she says, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so Sam's like, all right, you don't know? Let me just torture you instead. Yeah. And begins to literally torture uh, this demon, doing yes. the whole handout. Like, I, it, I, all I can imagine is that he is, like, squeezing their guts, yeah. Back in Dean's green room, uh, mm -hmm. Dean does finally call Sam, leaves him a very apologetic voicemail, said, yes, we're still brothers, we're family, and that means something, and I'm not dad, so I'm sorry. And then, back to Demon Sam, he has tortured her enough that she's like, fine, I will tell you where Lilith is as long as you kill me. Kill me, because I don't... I don't want to put up with the same Either way. you kill me or Lilith is going to kill me. You know, either way, I I'm dead. Yeah. You know, if I tell you, you kill me. If I tell you, she kills me. If I don't tell you, I guess you're going to kill me. So just promise to kill me. Um, And Sam says, deal. Yep. Deal. Tell me. <laughs> Give me the deets and I'll kill you. Yeah. She says Ooh. that she's in a convent somewhere. And so Sam's like, great. I'll kill you now. And Ruby says, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
can't kill her because we need her blood. Yeah. We need her alive. And uh, the demon is like, no, you said you're going to kill me. <laughs> oh, and Ruby's like, oh, well, we lied. <laughs> and she so said, in revenge. She yeah, says, and I thought this was interesting. You just can't trust anyone these days. That's, yeah, that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, Demon Chica kind of gets the last laugh because she yeah. retreats inside yeah. the psyche of the uh, the body of the girl. And now the actual nurse person, Cindy, is awake. Mm-hmm. And so now D- uh, Sam is dealing with having to torture and drink the blood of a human. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so he has, um, he has some <laughs> reservations um, yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, also here, you know, Kripke was so um, complimentary of everybody, which was so nice to hear, yeah. you know, Again. someone who is just so admir- like admiring his actors and his people. Mm-hmm. So I just love it when a director is like, wow, they give so much. They're so good. You know, here he was like, Jared, as Sam has a lot to deal with his self-hatred, he's almost, almost suicidal um but still wants to finish this mission and there's a lot of nuances that he has to do and he was giving them on the first take almost every time wow yeah so he'd look at the first take and you know usually you go for like a second or third or fourth but not just him yeah not just him but uh jensen but he was talking about jared at the time um he's just like Wow, I can't think of a single note. This is fine. <laughs> so let's well, move on, you know. <laughs> and of course, as a performer, wow. you're like, wait, really? Yeah. You don't yeah. want me to? Uh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. all you see, I hate to say it, all you see online are the bloopers and the numbnuttery, you know, and the yeah. jocularity. You know, you don't get to see the heartbreak and the hard work and the emotional effort it takes to actually perform these roles. You know, I'm not saying that every day is, you know, you know, busting a ball, but it's not, it's not fun and jokes every single day, every single take either. So, um, so cut to 1972 Mm -hmm. back in the bloody convent, Mm -hmm. having just (laughs) slaughtered all of these, these nuns, (laughs) um, Azazel's like, I did the thing where, <laughs> what do I do now? You know, what's yeah. the next step? And uh, you hear one of the dead nuns who is prostrate on um, on the altar. On the altar, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess Lucifer speaks through her to Azazel, you know, and basically is like, you know, good job, Ace, um, but there's still more to do. Uh, you need to go find Lilith. And Azazel's like, but she's like neck deep down in the pit. How am I gonna, you know, get Lilith? And he's like, get Lilith and uh, find me the child. <laughs> and yeah. Azazel's like, uh, he's like, excuse me? <laughs> A child? What, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? And that's yes. all we hear. Yes. It's like, so, wait, what? A child? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this scene you said earlier. It's like, there's like all these questions from season one. Mm-hmm. you know that are being answered and this is kind of the scene more than any other yep that kind of fits all of these puzzle pieces together yep so it's like find me lilith 
which would be mm-hmm. the um the devil's gate being opened yep. um at the season two end of season two mm-hmm. end of season two yep um because she will break all of the seals find me this child which is him you know the special psyche children the special child hunger yep. games type of thing that happened um and then we'll find out why why the special right. kid is is needed right but it will yeah and as soon as azazel says child what child cut to sam yep <laughs> yeah so no questions left there that sam is the the special child that for some reason lucifer needs yeah um <laughs> cut to sam yeah. Oh, Sam he's reading the article. Out all the research that you found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So cut to Sam reading about the priest who was just, you know, learning that he had to be Sam. Oh, I'm fine. Sam. Um, got a little tidbit here that in the article that Sam is reading about the murdering priest, the priest's name is uh, Frederick uh, Lenny. Frederick mm-hmm. Lenny is the actor who plays Azazel. This in this episode or in the, in all the oh. in all the previous episodes, oh. the, it's Azazel that we that we associate yeah. Yellow yeah, Eyes yeah. as. Yeah, they named the priest. Oh, that's funny. After him. <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, and so yeah, so Sam is reading everything that I just told you about the murdering priest. Um, I thought it was interesting though that uh, and I didn't figure this out, but I did look at it. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, duh!" That the date on the newspaper is Friday, October sixteenth, nineteen seventy-two. Nineteen seventy-two in October, it would have been Friday the thirteenth. So I'm wondering why they changed the date. It was like, would that would have been too on the nose, you know, that it was a Friday the thirteenth, nineteen seventy-two, that this happened? Or maybe they just didn't didn't look, look at a calendar at a calendar <laughs> honestly like maybe they just knew they wanted the year 1972 and they knew they wanted october like what if hold on hold on this was in 2009 give me mm, a second yeah what date did it say it said friday october 16th okay so in october 2009 friday the 16th <laughs> So they literally just looked at a 2009 <laughs> calendar, at calendar and added 1972 what's, instead. <laughs> what's the date on Friday? 16th. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, see, I, I always go too far. I always dig a little. <laughs> I always think it's something more. So that to Sam, still not totally being on board with having to bleed a human. Um, yeah. Ruzi says, you know, Ruzi, Ruby says, and you've done it before. What's the big deal? Yeah, like you've done it yeah. before. This comes like, up a couple times, like in the next few minutes. Is like he's like, ah, oh, I mean, I don't. Know, could we find him like another demon? Would that be yeah. okay? And she's, she's like, like no. why do you think? Who do you think is in all of these in demons there. that you're killing? Yeah. yeah, I know she says this a little bit later, but I mean, it's all the same conversation yes. that she has. Is like, yeah, yeah. You've done. What do you think before. happens to the host when you're killing them and or draining them? Right. They're there. They're people. They're there. Yep. I'm like, ouch. As yeah. Sam, Sam's like, fine. So they throw Cindy in the trunk. Poor Cindy. <laughs> Poor nurse Cindy is yeah. is alive and pleading. You know, I I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a nurse. You know, I I, I don't know you. I don't have to recognize mm-hmm. you. Let me go. Let me go. Nothing. Um. Back in the green room, which is a very (laughs) cute, funny moment where Dean is like a cat or like a child, you know, just like 
I'm just gonna knock some stuff over, see what happens. Yep. When it's an angel statue, crashes, <laughs> and then Cass appears, you know, rang. <laughs> yes. Yes. Call for me. And I literally wrote, you rang. <laughs> Which he doesn't say, but yeah, that's no. totally, totally what it was. Um, and so basically, since Dean got his way, he's like, I need to talk to Sam. And Cass says, no. Yeah. You can't. I want to see Sam. Why? Why it doesn't matter. I want to see him. You can't. Yeah, but you want you want to go for a walk? Let's go together, you know. So clearly, Sam is meant to. I mean, Dean is meant to be locked in this room until the angels are are ready for him. Um, yes, and he definitely realizes he's trapped when he tries to go for the door, but then Cass makes the door disappear. Now there is no down. door to the room. <laughs> I said Cass leaves and takes the doors with him. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite happen in that order, but that's what it felt like. No. Yeah. How are you going to leave? There's no doors, you know, and then poof, yep. he's gone. And, you know, if he could have, Dean would have, you know, son of a bitch, but yep. um, no time for that. Right. Um, um, and this is where Kripke revealed, and we know this, of course, but that Misha was going to be a series regular in the following year because he nice. wasn't this whole time, you know, which was, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense, you know, but he's just been around so much you're just like oh yeah he's he's a regular but i i don't know this the specific stipulations of who what makes a, a series regular versus a reoccurring a regular reoccurring yeah, a guest, a guest star there's all those things and i don't right. i don't know the right the rules I do like, for that i saw another interview um i mean i know that uh jensen and jared you know bash misha all the time as like you <laughs> yes. know the new kid on the set and the dork and stuff like that but there's an interview where Jensen says, during our very first read with him, we're like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. You know, like when he first came on with the, you know, I gripped you tight and, you know, pulled mm -hmm. you from perdition. Jensen was like, holy shit. It was like, there was <laughs> nothing that they thought that this character was going to be. Yeah. And I just think that's so cool. Because again, you know, it's what you bring to the to the characters, not necessarily, you know, what you're told to do. Go stand over here yes. and pick this thing up and put this down. Misha brought something that they weren't expecting. Yeah. And, I think and even, that's... yes, because uh, in the next scene, it's Sam and Ruby driving. So he was talking both about Misha and Jen, Genevieve, mm -hmm. um, how they were both wonderful additions for the show and that he wasn't sure if the angels were even going to work. You know, it could have just been like a steaming pile of poo, but... Right. Misha, I think, alone as a character brought worked. it up to a level that yep. made it work because he's yep. so mysterious and you know Misha um, <laughs> and, and vulnerable and then, at the same time. Yeah. Yes, and then he was just like, "But man, you guys, you fans are just brutal, brutal. to Jen because she's got such a I don't thankless know why role." Everybody hated her. Why did either. everybody hate her? But he was Honestly, just like, I loved her. She did such a good job. I'm so proud of the work that she did. She brought so many different sides to Ruby. And I liked her as Ruby. Yeah. I did I too. Did. It, it was, she was a different Ruby than um, the first one. Mm -hmm. um, but after a while, you know, it's like, okay, this is just who Ruby she, is now. She, but um, so speaking of Ruby, Sam and yeah. Ruby are driving with a uh, nurse cindy screaming in the trunk mm -hmm. she good good for cindy man she never let up once yeah <laughs> she was she was gonna get out of there um, she she doesn't get out of there but um 
and and Sam is still, you know, not on board, but he does listen to the message. Not yet. He's looking at right? that he has a voicemail. Oh, he sees the message. He sees the message, but he doesn't listen. Yes, and, and, uh, and Ruby's, Ruby's like, like, just listen, just listen to, to it, it. <laughs> Right. I like that she she brings up Squeeter. She's like, now is not the time to grow up a Squeeter. And I was like, ha ha, wait. <laughs> That's actually an insult to women. <laughs> uh, but he does, you know, he is still thinking that maybe Dean is right. And he says it out loud to, yeah. to Ruby. That, that I think he yeah. was right about everything. Mm-hmm. Um. Back in the green room, Dean is now taken to, instead of smashing statues, is using sat- statues to smash the walls. Yep. And as soon as he takes a breath to swing again, the walls have healed up and his efforts are for naught. Um, and poof, Zachariah poofs back in. Um, and admits to Dean, basically, I mean, there's a whole lot of monologuing here. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of monologuing in this whole <laughs> in yeah. this whole episode. But um, admits to Dean that um, he won't be the one to stop Lilith. Because Dean's like, let me at her. Give me the knife. How am I supposed to do this? And uh, and he's like, nope, nope. You, you won't actually kill her, and she will actually break the final seal. And it turns out that the angels never actually wanted... Sam or Dean to stop Lilith from breaking the seals. Yeah, they want the apocalypse yeah. to happen. Yeah. They want it to happen. Yeah. They want to make paradise on earth. Yeah. They're like, wouldn't it wouldn't it be fascinating? Um, All the humans it, would be dead, but it would be paradise on earth. So yeah, see, for us. And yeah. um they say Sam has an important part to play in this charade this charade. Probably with the push from them. And Dean is still chosen, not chosen to kill Lilith, but to stop Lucifer once he rises, because that's what they wanted all along. Right. Dun, dun, dun. I do love that during during this, though, Zachariah sat down on one of the Baroque benches, and he's sitting in between two mirrors. Yeah. He's got a mirror on the left of him and a mirror on the right of him. Mm -hmm. So it gives it that infinity effect of just a thousand Zacharias. Yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. But it took me out of the scene because I'm like, where's the camera? You know, (laughs) Ah, he talked about, Kripke talked about this. The camera is one of those mirrors, the one that's on the the side of us, Mm -hmm. um, is a one-way mirror. So the camera could shoot through him and then the other one was like a regular mirror. And it could do that. A very, very simple solution okay. to... Uh... That was that was my one question. <laughs> but again, it took me out of the moment because I was like, oh, where's the camera? Instead of, you know, oh, look at the, you know, the look metaphor. Look at all of the for... Zacharias <laughs> yeah. that he has yes. to fight against. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I also like that Kripke was like, thank God that Kurt Fuller was the actor that had to deliver this long exposition because oh. it needed to be done. We needed to get this reveal. It was a huge reveal um, yeah. because they knew... The writing team knew mm. that the angels wanted the apocalypse from the beginning of the year. Like they knew that this, this tipsy, okay. this this turnaround was was gonna happen. Like they okay. they knew what the end game was for the angels. Cast didn't know at first, but the others did. You know, they were like kind of stringing him along also for a while. Right. And he said, I was very excited to selfishly put this reveal in my own episode. 
I get to do it. Yes. Um, but Kurt was great because he basically says, you know, this is all foregone conclusion when our side wins and we will win. Mm -hmm. Um, there'll be paradise on earth. So yay us. Let's, let's go do this thing. Um, now Dean is looking around the room while Zachariah is describing all this. All the paintings have changed. The lighting mm. in the room has changed. The lighting is now darker, grayer, colder. All the paintings are no longer these pastoral scenes. They're now all these biblical angels versus demon paintings. Mm. And all these paintings are real. They're all they're all classical paintings and I and I will describe them later so as not to bore you all into tears now. Um, but when Zachariah says, you know, Sam, you'll, you will, I mean, Zachariah says, Sam will play a part in the apocalypse, just not, you know, the one that he thought Mm -hmm. he was going to be playing. Um, and Dean, you're not going to have a part in the apocalypse. You're going to be stopping Lucifer and you will be rewarded, you know, for your efforts. Um, and Dean says, where's God in all of this? And Zachariah, um, he says, God has left the building. God's left the building. And while this is saying, you can see Dean start to look again at the paintings on the wall. And it mm-hmm. and it's these horrifying scenes of um, basically mortals being attacked by demons. Um, and it's all mm. these different um, depictions of the uh, the chosen going up to heaven and the damned being dragged down to hell and it's all these different depictions of, of oh, hell i didn't realize that the paintings had changed i just thought that this room was so big that um he just kept seeing different paintings like and, and like he kept walking around yeah no oh, because they go back again. yeah they go back to the beer and cheeseburger table uh-huh. and those three paintings that are behind them uh-huh. changed um because zachariah points to the picture of saint michael killing mm-hmm. the dragon and the dragon yeah. in in these in these times in the renaissance time is how they depicted demons was as yeah. dragons so yeah. saint michael slaying um lucifer essentially mm-hmm. um which not this same painting but the same um not the same painter but the same painting was shown when uh in the angels episode uh when when sam thought he was seeing angels oh uh-huh and there was a there was that same depiction of Saint Michael slaying the the dragon. So, and this will not be the last time that we see this painting. Just yeah. FYI. So, anyway, this I just ex- thought that this was this exact painting or that the, subject. This this the subject the okay. subject of Saint Michael slaying the the dragon. Yeah. Um, because it's been painted, you know, yeah. hundreds of times. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I just thought it was so cool. I was like, ooh, yeah. the paintings are no longer these beautiful pastoral scenes of lovers and sheep. It's it's yeah, demons. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at that again. Yeah. Because there were some, like, when they when he first entered the room, they were, like, flashing towards all of the paintings. And there was one that was, it looked very, like, Hermione's Bosch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying his first name right, but I definitely, I know the of the artist very well because that was one of my favorites in art history class i'm like who is this guy like who decided like he just went completely unhinged direction (laughs) compared to everybody else in his time time frame yeah yeah and i'm not good with like dates or anything but i just know it was like everyone was doing the same kind of you know jesus i don't know if caravaggio was in the same time i don't think he was but similar just very Mm -hmm. like 
Jesus or maybe even just nude, you know, cherubs, ladies, angels, yeah. things. And then here's this guy where like demons are coming out of someone's ass. And, you know, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> what right? drugs well, were I happening can... during then? And where right? can I get some? <laughs> <laughs> God, that would scare me to death. I'd be like, no, thank you. Um, I do. I did look up all the paintings. So when we're done, I can describe uh, the paintings and why they okay. were on the walls in those times. So, um, but yeah, so cool juxtaposition that, that it literally changes while Zachariah is talking, the green room has changed. Yeah. Um, and it's no longer happy. Keep him, keep him happy and satisfied. It's now you are stuck here. Yeah. Like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And what an interesting turn that Zachariah had. Yes, we've been led to believe that angels are dicks this whole time, especially with Uriel. He was just like a dick straight out, you know, right. just an asshole. <laughs> an but asshole. Zachariah here was like twisty, turny, manipulative. Manipulative. Exactly. Exactly. Well, he even says that he was tricking his own people. Yeah. You know, can't tell the ground troops what we're doing, you know, mm -hmm. so they're just out there getting slaughtered, fighting demons, you know, yeah. trying to keep Lilith from breaking the seals, but we can't tell them what's happening what yeah. the true game plan is so it's like okay yeah dick yeah so back at the co co convent covenant <laughs> back at the convent yeah this is just a quick break because we stay in this angel green room for a long time because later mm -hmm. Cass comes so this is just a break to show that lilith has now entered the convent and has taken over a security guard there um who was like well, you can't be here and she's like it's time for mass then you're gonna yeah, join yeah. Her. yeah yes <clears throat> all right so we're back in the green room yet again um yeah dean's trying to call sam again um but like mm -hmm. no bars <laughs> yeah no, no bars. bars but a uh, Cass appears and uh and is like yeah you're outside of your your calling zone which very astute for for Cass, who is not very good at the you know human stuff and he tries to apologize like i'm very sorry for the way the things ended and then Dean is like, huh, sorry is not going to cut it. And then throws a punch in his face. But Cass is an angel and therefore made of stone what, or gold stone or, or, steel something. or something. Yeah. It was like, bang. It was like, yeah. it was like Superman getting punched, you know, it yeah. was like, punk. You know, and I love that Dean has to turn away from Cass to like hide that he's gripping yes. his hand in pain. Yeah. <laughs> But then does turn back around and is like all back to business again. Yep. He's like, how can you let this happen? Like family is real. People are real. And you're just going to let them all burn. Like mm -hmm. this, this is, this is what's real here. And Cass on the flip side says, all I see here is pain. That's all I've witnessed is pain. And in you, there's guilt, there's suffering, there's so why wouldn't you want to go to paradise mm -hmm. all you would feel is is pleasure and peace and even be at peace about sam dot 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 sam is not going to paradise yeah dot 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 sam is sam is destined for hell yeah doesn't say that out loud but that's what right. that is um you know what's worth saving you know, Cass, like, what is, what is, why save any of this? Um, 
And, yeah, and uh, Dean's answer is you could take your piece and shove it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have pain. I'd rather acknowledge that there's pain because I have a choice in it. Mm-hmm. And you feel pain because you also feel pleasure, you know, so you know the difference between the two. He doesn't say that, but that's his yeah, his logic. But I yeah. also like that he says, you have to help, you know, help me. You were going to help me before. You were going to help me. You you were about to say something before they took you back to Bible school. Yeah, it so was this. That- like, you were about to warn me that, oh, no, the angels actually want the apocalypse. Yeah, that's but what you then- were going to tell me, which answers my question from before, which is what was Cass, what was written on the note? What yeah. was Cass going to, <laughs> was going to tell him? It's a <laughs> P.S. Don't kill Lilith. Yeah. Um. So the... Uh, the please dean throws in a please to Cass. he's like help me please and this always breaks me when the big strong characters actually humble themselves ask for help and are also like so desperate that please please come Mm -hmm. um but Cass says if i help you i'll be hunted you'll be hunted we will all be killed if i do this And Dean's like, this is worth dying for. You know, being killed is not a reason to not try to stop the apocalypse. Yeah. Kripke brought back even, um, I guess maybe it was earlier in the season or last season, where Dean is with Anna and she's kind of on the side of Dean in this moment saying like, oh, I like the the pain, the confusion. I like the complexities of being human. And Dean is wanting to be an angel and say like, so he can't feel (laughs) like, I don't want to feel any of this and completely here. I've turned around and said, no, I'd rather have the the messy sloppiness, the confusion, the selfishness of being human because perfect is uh, Eric Kripke's words, which I loved. Perfect is cold and hateful. Mm. Wow. And he's not wrong because that's also what Anna was running from. She kept, she was referred to as, as cold. Like she Mm -hmm. kept referring to uh, her existence as an angel as cold. But yes, no matter Dean's like begging and pleading, Cass doesn't answer him at all. Shakes his head and uh, Dean walks away and says, we're done. We're done. Same thing he said to Sam. We're done. The next thing we see (laughs) is uh, Ruby pushing Sam to hurry up. And bleed the nurse. Like, yes. let's let's get on with it. Drinker, we need to we need to move on. Um, but now Sam actually does listen to the message that Dean left him. Except it's not the message that we heard Dean leave. It's it's somebody somehow has the angels. It was the, the angels have changed the message. Are you sure it's the angels? Uh, Kripke Kripke confirmed it was the angels. And I oh. also am taking Zachariah's mes- little thing he says earlier like you know sam will play his part maybe a little bit of a push from us you know Uh, we'll have to get him there but okay because the only reason i question is because everything i read online (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so that kripke never acknowledged like refused to acknowledge one way or the other whether it was ruby or the angels who changed the message no he literally said like (laughs) oh that but the angels have messed with the voicemail so it's not the same voicemail All right, so times have changed uh, since they released the episode. 
and have released the DVDs. Okay. Um, that's hysterical. All right. So scratch that question <laughs> off. Um, uh, yeah. So this message is hateful that, that the angels change it to, oh, which yeah. is, which is, I hate you. You're a vampire. There's no coming back from this. You were never my brother, blah, 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 blah. We're done, done, done. We're done. Um, and what I hate though, this is another reason why I was like, Oh, maybe Ruby did it is because the camera does look at her for a second. Uh-huh. And she gives yeah. us like little, you know, like, smirky mm-hmm, smile. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So I was like, maybe Ruby did it, but no. All right. Kripke says it was Kurt Fuller. It was Kurt Fuller. Um, <laughs> so having heard this terrible, awful message from Dean, Sam has made up his mind, you know, let's, let's Fine. cut the bitch. Let's do it. Yep. 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 Exactly. And Ruby's like, whoop. Um, back in the green room, uh, <laughs> Dina's finally given in. He's hungry. He's gonna scarf down one of these burgers. <laughs> yes, screw it. He's literally about to take a bite of you know the apple, so to yep. speak. Um, Cass appears, knocks the burger out of his hand, and slams Dean up against the wall, and like whips out the demon blade. Mm-hmm. Puts his hand over Dean's mouth. And uh, I don't know how they telegraph this to each other, but like their eyeballs looking at each other. Dean gives him like a slight nod, like yeah. with his eyeballs. Um, so instead of stabbing Dean, Cass takes the knife and slices his own arm, and uh, hands the blade back to to Dean, and uh, uses his blood and starts to draw a sigil on the wall in blood, um, a la what Anna did back yeah. in the barn and while he's making the sigil zachariah appears and this got me you know zachariah is like what are you doing <laughs> castiel yeah. and when stop Cass- that right now yes yes <laughs> what, what do you think you're doing and when Cass goes and slaps his hand on the sigil which is the final mark of you know uh angel banishing yeah, casting it out thing mm-hmm. the look on kurt's face was like what is that going to do? You know? And I was like, <laughs> he seems surprised. He seems surprised <laughs> by what just happened. Um, and of course he is, you know, bright light and he is, you know, banished away. So now it's just yeah. Cass and Dean left in, in the green room. Um, yeah. I, and, I wonder why Cass was still there. Like maybe, maybe it was his, a certain was type of sigil. Blood. Maybe. Maybe. Couldn't be that it was his own blood. And he, yeah, he cause was I the guess Anna maker. did it. I guess Anna did it. That one time and she was still there, but she wasn't wasn't an angel angel when she did it. Her grace was not in her. Yeah. I just think, I just think it's because it was his blood and he made it that he wouldn't be banished by it. Okay. So Zachariah is gone, but not going to be for long. So how do they get to Sam as fast as possible? Because if he kills Lilith, that is the final seal. Which that is no, like another big reveal, which yeah. Zechariah did not say before. He just said that Lilith is going to bring about the apocalypse, but doesn't say how necessarily. Right. She, it, but it's Cass who says she is. Yes, the her final death seal. is the final is the seal, final and seal. Sam is going to bring it. So yes. now we got to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, how do we find out where he is? Well, I know someone who can. And cute Chuck. Enter Chuck. <laughs> Who's ordering 20 girls. 20 call girls for, for pleasure. <laughs> like there's so, no tomorrow. Yes, exactly. So obviously Chuck knows how this is supposed to end because mm-hmm. he's he's acting like this is it. 
what we saw when we first got to Chuck's house was the camera was looking at Chuck's computer screen, which looks like it was the final cover page of this episode because it said yeah. Supernatural mm-hmm. Lucifer Rising, Lucifer Rising. You know, <laughs> Carver Edland. Um, <laughs> so I think Chuck thinks the book's been written. Yeah. You know, his prophecy is done. The episode is is written. Yeah. Um, except when Cass and Dean pop yeah. into uh, his house. He's like, this isn't supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't supposed to be here. You're not even in the story. Um, but so Dean reads the story and finds out where this, where Lilith and Sam are. Yeah. Um, and, and just as they figure out where, where she is and what they have to do, the big bright light starts up again and it's the archangel. Yes. <laughs> and even Chuck is like, not again. No, not no, again. no. And my, uh, um, part of me was like, there's no threat here though. There's no threat to the prophet. Right. I wonder if it was just because it was such a deviation from what his prophecy was, mm. you know, or even it was just, Oh no, it's these guys are going to screw up our apocalypse well, plan. Right. You know, not necessarily danger to the prophet, but danger to the prophecy. To the plan. And damn it, there's Cass again in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Cass is like, I'll stay here. I'll fight off the archangel. And then he says, angels. So more than one Mm -hmm. archangel. He taps Dean on the forehead and like teleports him to the convent. Yeah. Uh, Leaving him and Chuck to face the the archangel. archangel. Alone. Very funny scene where Chuck like stands shoulder to shoulder or like hand to shoulder with him. Like, I got your back, buddy. You know? <laughs> and then Cass just gives him this look, and then the hand slowly comes off yeah, of the shoulder. Okay. <laughs> okay, never mind. Chuck. Um so this scene was one of the ones that Kripke credited to Ben Udland because I think he Kripke would have had like Dean battling a ton of angels, like a giant fight scene that was going to be way too expensive (laughs) and ben udlin was like well why don't they like rob was just so good as chuck why don't we just bring him back and then they just go to him like he would know the answer and then that way we have a little bit of humor too because rob as chuck is just so neurotic Uh, and funny and yeah (laughs) well well, it worked because it it was was, because i had that question like the first time i watched the episode and it kind of goes by super fast i was like wait how did wait what i Mm -hmm. I got i just lost part of it but then going back and watching it i was like duh go to chuck the prophet who's writing about it which was very smart on Cass's part Mm -hmm. and then you know send send dean off using his angel powers to yeah so, okay, so now these next two scenes I had dubbed the Lilith scene and then the Ruby scene. Um, okay. So Lilith is there with her minions. One of them hands her a chalice of blood for whatever ritual she's about to do. And she says, <laughs> we're going to save the world. And as she turns around and then turns back, then all of the minions are dead. Because all of Sam... Her, all of her demons are dead. <laughs> and then around the corner comes Sam and Lilith, yes. which I thought was pretty amazing yeah um Um, and she tries to shut the door in his face but of course he's like all super juiced up with this uh the baby eating demon nurse nurse cindy oh yes and And cue the ominous music right (laughs) you know Uh, oh i missed a i missed a good point 
go back. It's okay. Go okay. So just uh when I referenced uh Raiders of the Lost Ark, you kind of gave me a question mark over your yes, face. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And it's because in the previous scene with Cass, Chuck, and um uh Dean, mm-hmm. and, and when Chuck says, Hey, you guys aren't, you know, what are you gonna do? You're not you're not even written in the story, Cass says, and I quote, I don't know, we're just making this up as we go. Which is a direct quote. Oh, from yes, Dean it is. Oh, I'm just making this up as I go. Yes, exactly. Yes. And again, you see Dean give Cass like a little, uh, uh, he doesn't give him a thumbs yeah. up, but he kind of gives him a look of, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, good, good, good quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so sorry, that was, that was, I had to go back and, and get that in there. Um, um, so Dean is now at the convent. And he heads off to to find Sam and uh, Ruby. Yeah, um, he follows them down the hallway. Ruby spots him before Sam does, as Sam has like knocked Lilith out and has her like pinned up, you know, uh, psychically against her altar in mm-hmm. that angel like kind angel of pose. way. Mm-hmm, angel pose. <laughs> the hands um, up pose. But Ruby spots Dean, gives her her smirk, her knowing smirk, ha, 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 got here before you did, and just slams the door shut in Dean's face. And the scene where where Sam, uh, like, mind blasts Lilith, like, up against the altar, she, he, like, he hit her so hard with this mind blast that she actually flips in the air and mm-hmm. then slams her head against the altar. And I hate to say it, but I use this in one of my shorts, and in the editing process of the short, you know how you have to like run things back, run things forward, run things back, run things <coughs> forward for the editing. Yeah. All I heard was huh, slam, huh, slam. Huh. Oh so, no! And <laughs> and so it became comedy. The sound that she yeah. made every time she like hit the altar, you know. And I was like, oh, this is bad. This is really bad. Yeah. Um, so it didn't mean anything. So I went back and watched the whole scene just one more time to get it out of my head. And I was like, nope, it's still there. It was just, it was, it was, so Sam is holding Lilith (laughs) up against the altar with his mind and we start to hear a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, a little telltale heart. Boom, 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 Mm -hmm, boom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. boom. And he starts to, to go for it. He starts to do the thing that he has been training this entire year for. Mm -hmm. He's just like, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Give it me your best shot. Um, He's like, okay. Yeah, so now there's this like slow motion kind of thing. She starts to do a little bit of what Alistair had done, which is like glowing from the inside and seeing the ribcage. Uh, yeah, like this electrical through. jolt. Yes, and then very suddenly, nice. yeah, her then, body's glowing. Yeah. yeah, but then Sam is stopped because he hears Dean on the other side of the wall screaming, Don't, Sam! Yeah. But then you hear Ruby like also screaming all in slow motion. She's just like, like, dude, what are you waiting for? Yes. (laughs) So he's like stuck in between the two of them, like, oh no, my brother. Oh no, this woman who's been mentoring me. Oh no. And then sister, my mother, my sister, my mother. And then Um, it's Lilith. And then it's Lilith. (laughs) Right. It's Lilith who starts laughing at him and is like, oh my God, you idiot. You turned yourself into a freak. Freak. And you're not even going to do it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And that's what turns him. Yeah. He's like, all right. You know, her her laughing at him and ridiculing him. His eyes go black. Yeah. He takes a breath 
and he does that final squeeze and he just, mm-hmm. he just like rips her on the inside and then lets her go for like a breath and then does it again. Yes. And this time she actually dies. Like she just does the whole ex- inside explosion. Light comes pouring out of her mouth and out of her eyes. And then she collapses and she's dead. Uh, Sam's eyes go back to normal. Now there's blood that's pooling out of Lilith. And it's mm-hmm. like, not just like, it's not pooling from her body. It's like, no, it's like doing like a directional, weird, like, like a circle or a thing. swirl of some kind. Yeah. And um, Sam is very confused. Ruby yeah. is not confused. And stand by like, for Ruby's monologue. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. She's like, oh my God, you actually did it. I I actually did it. Like, she's like, I, I did this. I did this. No and one nobody knew. knew. Yep. Just Lilith, not Alistair, not anybody. I'm yep. awesome. Like, I yeah. kept it All from those everybody. Other demons, they couldn't do it. They didn't suspect me. I was the one who yeah. made this all happen. Oh my God. And, uh, and he's like, What are you talking about? And she says, And it is written that the first demon shall be the last seal, which I just love those and it is written little yes. bits that they throw in. It's just yes, so. Yes, because, you know, it's all, know. it's all been prognosticated. Yes. Um, so Sam is like, you bitch, and goes yeah. to like <laughs> grippy her, like mind blast her. And all he does is like send her this beautiful wind that makes her hair blow yes. <laughs> yeah. and nothing. And she's like, sorry, honey, you blew your wad, you yeah. know, and, and killing, killing Lil, if you've got nothing. And he does, he's got nothing. He collapsed. Yeah. He was, he yeah. was just, that was, that was it. But he's like, you poisoned me. You did this. You did this to me, you know? And again, she says, nope. That was all you. I just pointed yeah. you in the right direction. It wasn't the blood. Yeah. You did that. Every decision you made brought you here. Yeah. It was very akin to that one episode we watched where like the little town in Ohio turned into mini Vegas, essentially. Yes. You remember where like the yeah, demons yeah, yeah. even there like were just Sin like, City. we just put the alcohol there and, and the strippers guys, there. Yep. They, the humans did the rest. Um, yep, exactly. Which is where the Dumbo reference come from. Which is yes, you, you, you could you fly the whole you didn't time. Need the feather. <laughs> yes, and I was like, oh, that was actually really clever. It was, and, and like sickeningly sweet. Yeah, because and this—that's how she saw him. She was like, yeah, and this was Dumbo. purposeful. It was like, no, the, the direction to Genevieve was. You need to play this not evil. Like you are the hero of your own story and you're comforting Sam and that he did the right thing and his reward mm-hmm. will be just and they saved the world and No, and you're we're... going to get rewarded. Again, she's like, Yeah, you did it. Lucifer is coming and he's gonna be so happy proud you did of this you. for him. Yeah. yeah. He is going to he is going to reward you. And she yeah. wasn't yeah, she wasn't being mean about that. She was just like, You did it. You know, you, you didn't did. think you could, and you did, yeah. and now you're going to get, you're going to meet the guy. You're going to get to meet this guy, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, um, it was always going to be you. She says it was always going to be you. It had you, to be you. Like Sammy. You're, yeah. She called him Sammy, which, um, <laughs> um They knew, everybody, the writers, Kripke, knew that Ruby was playing a double agent from the very beginning. 
that was always the end game for her. They knew she was going to die. Like, mm-hmm. they knew that this was going to be her her death, that she's not coming back, period, end of story. But, yeah, from the minute the first Ruby came into play. They knew. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. The, because the it, it never played that way until this season. It wasn't until the yeah. season where you started to see the cracks, yeah. you know, the, the, the hints, <laughs> you know, the right. obvious hints. Right. That she so, was, that she... which is... Did they tell the actors that? I don't know. Oh. You know? I'm going to say probably not. Yeah, just because to, that might... Because uh... they can always change their minds. You know, writers yeah. do. And so yeah. probably... I'm going to say probably not. Yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting, though, that the the flip of uh, Lilith from that one episode where she was saying, I don't want to die when she was trying to seduce yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I know how this all ends. I know yeah. this. I don't want to die. Yeah. She didn't say that you kill me. Um, but she said, I die at the end of this and I don't want to. So in this episode, she was like, you know, bring it on big boy. I was like, yeah. Oh, I guess she's accepted her fate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She maybe she that. had a moment of doubt, you know, yep. saying like, you know what, maybe I don't want to be a part of this cult anymore. Yeah. Um, but then it roped it back into it somehow and said, yeah, okay, somehow. never mind. Sounds a terrible way to go, but <laughs> yeah. right. but she brought um, her leader into her savior into the world so the ultimate sacrifice there um so just as ruby says lucifer will repay you um dean busts the door down with a giant candle (laughs) giant brass candlestick (laughs) um whips out the demon blade and like lunges for ruby who in turn says you know too late yeah and dean says I don't care. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. And just then Sam pulls himself up from the ground, grabs Ruby from behind, and Dean leans in and full on just stabs yeah. her in the stomach. Doesn't just stab her in the stomach, twist. Twists. He twists that knife. And she does the amazing demon explosion. Yeah. You know, a little drawn out because they had to make her they suffer had, because yes. They could have just thrown her to the ground, but Sam held her up so that yeah, Dean that was a nice really... touch that Dean, that uh, Sam made the choice. Is like, nope, I'm going to hold you here yep. while he does this. While he does like, this, exactly. I um, need to be a part of killing you. <laughs> yes, she does finally die, um, and Sam drops her. Um, but, oh, God, Dean, that whole time just looked her right in the eyes the entire time that he had yeah. the knife in her. He was just looking her in the eyes. And yeah. I felt like that moment was a, was very much a, you know, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Yes. You know, <laughs> you kill my father, prepare to die. Yes. You know, you're too late, don't care. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was awesome. And, of course, I also couldn't stop thinking about all the interviews where, like, Jensen and Jared had to tell their kids you know, that, that <laughs> Uncle Jared had to kill, you know, mom. mom. <laughs> um, kind of funny. But yeah, so she, she did the whole burnout explosion thing and it was awesome, but yes. she is dead. And the only yeah. thing Sam can say at that point is, I'm sorry. He says that to, yeah. to Dean. Yeah. Sam says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and Dean Dean's just like, tries to be like, what is, you know, it's fine. Let's, let's just get out of here. Let's just go. But Sam is like, no. No, because just He's then <laughs> the floor, like the starts to do this weird like whirlpool on the floor kind of pattern. Uh-huh. Like the blood is definitely doing something. And this Opening white light kind of if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and this this white light kind of takes over the entire room 
and thus our entire screen is whited out and then boom produces credit yeah <laughs> so instead of blackout which i always usually say it's like and blackout this time yeah. it went to a whiteout yeah they, and i was like well, that's new basking in the glow of lucifer's entrance yes <laughs> So I yeah, that, like, that's the end of the season. <laughs> like, what that's the it. Hell? No blackout. Just boop, white out. They are so good at the cliffhangers with these yes. things sometimes. Yes. So that's it for yeah. season four. Yeah. Lucifer is coming. So the title didn't lie. Um, yeah. Noah. <laughs> But so the only thing I'll say, and I'll say it real quick about the paintings in the room, they were specifically picked um, by the writers and by scenic to mean something. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mm -hmm. just like pastoral pictures. There were um, for the, in the, in the, in the green room at first, in the bright room, the first four paintings, one was called um, the landscape with Apollo and Mercury. Another one was called landscape with nymph and Egeria mourning over Numa. I'll explain them. Uh, one was called the swing and one was called blind man's bluff. Mm -hmm. um, landscape with Apollo and Mercury was literally a picture of Apollo um, who was watching over some cattle, but he's playing a, a musical instrument to like help lull them. But he's so yeah. enamored of his own playing that he doesn't see um, uh -huh. uh, Mercury sneaking in and literally stealing yeah. his cattle. Yeah. Um, so that to me was like, you know, Alistair with the burgers and Dean not seeing, you know, the, you know, what was actually happening in front of him. Alistair with the burgers? Alice, not Alistair, uh, Zachariah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I meant Zachariah trying to like, you know, lull him into this sense yeah. of, you know, contentment. Um, <clears throat> the uh, landscape with the nymph in Egeria mourning over Numa is literally um, the nymph Egeria who's crying over the death of the second king uh, named Numa, um, oh, but she's morning. being comforted okay. yeah, in mourning as in not, yeah, not yeah. morning the, night. But the morning, morning, but in mourning. Mm -hmm. um, but she's being comforted by the goddess Diana. And this is this weird juxtaposition of mortals and immortals mm. on the same plane. Um Egeria herself is known to be um, a metaphor for wisdom and the prophecy. Mm -hmm. And so this picture was supposed to literally encapsulate like the prophecy, the, the Winchester prophecies, the book of the Winchesters. Uh -huh. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a dig, but that's why they did yeah. that. Um, the swing is a picture of um, a bishop pushing, pushing a young lady on a swing while he's pushing her. Her lover is hiding in the bushes in front of her. And he's like looking up her skirts as she swings by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this was another one of those um, Zachariah with the food and sex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Dean, which is basically, you know, there's this biblical wonderfulness over here, but here mm -hmm. on earth, you've got your carnal pleasures and, yeah. you know, which I thought was kind of weird, but um, blind man's bluff. Now this one, this one I thought was really cool. I'm Blind Man's Bluff is a girl who's wearing a, a blindfold and she's literally got her hands out and she's about to step off a step. Um, 
but her boyfriend apparently behind her is like tickling her ear like you know flirty flirty tickle tickle Mm -hmm. not warning her about the step that she's about to fall off Mm -hmm. of but if you look closely at the painting you can see that she can actually kind of see under the blindfold Uh, so uh the idea is that she knows she's in danger and yet she willingly participates thus Mm. being dean he sees what you know he when he's telling when he tells Cass. They're, they're lying to you. Dean is basically the girl who actually is blindfolded, but, you know, can still see. Okay. The revelation part where Zachariah starts talking and the paintings change to um, yeah. angels and demons. The first one of the first paintings that's behind Zachariah is called The Damned Cast into Hell. These The, the titles of these paintings are like <laughs> spot on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They usually um, were back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And it's a it's a painting of demons seizing the damned and like violently wrenching their bodies into these contortioned positions. Mm-hmm. Um, painful, um, which if you look close at it, you're like, oh, yeah, that is. And it was yeah. interesting to see that at the, t- you know, that at that time, contortion, like painful contorted bodies was even a notion. But um, yeah. So uh, another painting was the, which is the archangel of St. Michael killing the dragon. Um, but he, we come across seeing that when Zachariah is telling Dean that he's going to kill Lucifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when Dean and Cass are talking, they're having their face to face. There's a couple of paintings um, in the background and over um, behind Cass, there's a picture called the last Testament Um and that's where you have on one side of the painting, you've got the the damned that are being dragged to hell. And then on the other side, you've got the the chosen who are being yeah. led up to, to heaven. Um, and that you can see that when Cass is saying that Dean will get to go to paradise where Sam is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, behind Dean is the painting of uh, St. Michael killing um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dragon. Somebody said something about that. The <laughs> this is a deep, deep, deep. Like I don't, I can't believe that this is intentional. But the crest of the town of Castiel, Switzerland, is Saint Michael killing the dragon. And somebody was like, "So thus, Castiel always has Dean's back because that was in the, you know, because that was the picture behind Dean." I was like, "No, no." Too far. I went too deep. <laughs> I went too deep. <laughs> too deep. I went too deep. Um, so yeah. So anyway, uh, shout out to the writers and the set designers and scenic who actually researched yeah. paintings and chose very specific ones that mirrored exactly the intention of, of the emotions. Yeah. Um, and the journeys like that. They're all like Dean's journey. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I did just think it was really again clever that the mood of the room changed and it wasn't like you know click it was just one of those uh, yeah but it was subtle enough that i'm sure most people didn't even notice it yeah it was just enough that even if you didn't notice it it still affected your mood and it affected the character's mood yeah yeah so that's all i got (laughs) that's all i got so now i i will admit that when i wasn't binging ted lasso yeah. Uh, while I was sick, I did march forward and watched a few more. Uh-huh. I jumped into season five and I did I did what I don't normally do, which is I watched like two or three episodes. Yeah. 
So. Well, yeah, that's what happened to me the last time. I was like, mm, no, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got at least to the the first one episode. Maybe I got through the second episode of season five, but mm. oh, I can't remember. Because they did a good job of kind of just like blending into one another that it just felt like one big long movie almost. Yeah, yeah, know? definitely. Um, but well, yes, excellent, excellent, excellent season finale. End of season four. We did it. Mm-hmm. We finally fucking we finally freaking did it. We, we hit fifteen thousand um downloads as I well. I know, I saw yeah. that. So that was just well, on you know, that doesn't include like YouTube and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. I know, go us. To thank all of our fans, all yeah. of our listeners. <laughs> for sticking with us yeah oh man oh my god this was so a slog hard. season four was not bad but we were no. bad getting through it we were um we were i'm sorry yeah we did we did it though god it was good it was a good season and yeah. finally finally i mean like when sam says i've been waiting a long time for this i'm like we've all been waiting yes a long time for this <laughs> Like I needed this arc. I needed this to like, yeah. Please, I need a little resolution here. I need some answers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. So the next episode will be us just doing our little season four wrap up, yes. roundup of things, uh, tallies and totals of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we will get started on season five. Yes. Um, all right. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for the season finale of season four. We'll see you next time for just our little wrap up of season four, the little <laughs> season wrap ups we like to do. And we are just a heads up going to take a, a brief pause between the season four and the season five so we can kind of revamp and reconfigure what we're doing and uh, just be better. Um, <laughs> for you, <laughs> I'm gonna take a, a brief pause to get better at this. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, there's plenty of the library for you to re-listen to. Um, Absolutely, yes. Because I'm running out of re-releases to. <laughs> so just go listen to it on your own again. By, exactly. By That's okay. You don't need us to to re repost it for you. Yeah. But in the yeah. meantime, you can also check out all of our shorts, our reels, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and our, our fun, you know, X posts. <laughs> X, Twitter. X, formerly known threads. as Twitter. That's yes. all I ever see in the news is like X, the site formerly known as Twitter. Um, Prince whatever. man rolling in his grave. <laughs> all right. <sighs> yes. We are at Salt and Burn This on all social platforms. You can listen to us on YouTube. We are also at Salt and Burn This. Um, please download us, follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and leave a, a good rating for us anywhere that allows that. Spotify and Apple particularly do. That would be wonderful. You can us... give us a thumbs up on YouTube as well. Oh, yes. Like, follow, subscribe, all of that on the YouTube. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm at that part of the cold where if I laugh, I start coughing, you know, <laughs> so sorry. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I think we're getting into the, the sleepy drunk yeah. stages here. So we will sign off. 
Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.